Thanks for joining us for another GKW Business Solutions podcast episode. I'm Richard Pyatt, father and son team, Mike and Will Craig are here. And boy, if there's anything that you should hear, it's probably this episode. If you're considering hiring a business consultant, know these five things before you do. That's our focus today. Welcome back, gentlemen. Thanks, Richard. Thank you very much, Richard. What steps should a business owner take when considering a consultant? These are important. Absolutely, Richard. It is important for the client or the business to understand what the consultant brings to the table and how the consultant can impact the business that they work within. The first thing that I believe is of utmost importance is it a fit with the culture of my current business? Mm -hmm. um, is the consultant going to improve the culture? Are they willing to improve the culture? And if a consultant brings the culture down the tubes, then there's a serious problem. So we want to make sure that we're not doing that. Is the relationship a consultant relationship or a partner relationship with my business? We prefer to be more of a long-term partner with that business. The consultant relationship typically is one and done, in and out. And we would like to be considered more of a partner, a trusted advisor. And what is the risk for my business? What we focus on is improving the business. So we find that there's very little risk. In a later episode, we'll discuss some of those risks. Here's something that might sound like a no-brainer, but sometimes it isn't, I suppose. The consultant should have client references, and you should check them. Yeah, What kinds of questions can really be revealing when doing so, Mike? Well, I think as you start to get the references from a potential partner and or consultant, you should ask for the references, but I would ask them to provide you with the return as they engaged and implemented any particular client, what was the result of the ROI? That way you're getting a reference from a potential consultant. You're talking with them, you're hearing the good, and typically that's what you get when you get a reference from someone. But also ask them to give you what the ROI is and then ask the client the same question and see if it matches. Hmm. And if it's off, then there's a problem. It's an indicator. It is a potential consultant being honest with you and transparent with you? It's not a question that I would guess that they're used to, but it is a question they should be able to answer. The next question would be, um, were the gains sustainable? Did you see year over year gains as it related to the business? Hopefully the answer is yes. There might be in the case of Inventory reduction, that's a one-off cash flow improvement, but most of them should be sustainable. That should be confirmed. And then as a consultant, how do they handle their presence in the business? Did they coach from the conference room or do they engage on the floor? Most consultants spend their time in the conference room because that's where they're comfortable, but the real work is done on the floor. And if they're not on the floor, there probably is value that isn't being generated that could be generated by working with the team on the floor. And then finally, did they successfully transfer tools to the team? Most consultants are more interested in coming in and fixing a problem and getting paid for that, that activity as opposed to giving the team the tools to be successful and to use the tools to be effective long after the consultant has, has left the building. So those are areas that I think are key when you're checking references. We're back to the idea of fit, too. All of this, I suppose, relates to fit. But uh, is it always easy to tell, Will, if a consultant will be a good fit? No. On the onset, it is absolutely not easy to tell if that consultant will be a good fit. Um, there are some key indicators that we can look for, though. What 
we feel is important is if that consultant is being transparent and honest, and you're going to have to take a gut feel on this. You're not going to necessarily know without building that relationship further, but is that consultant willing to share experiences from previous clients, both good and bad? And are there case studies attached to that? The client should be open and honest enough to open the hood and tell you some of the bad experiences they might've had and how they improved going forward. That's really interesting. So it might be expected that they would be asked about the successes that they brought to clients and not necessarily about those that might not have initially been successful. What if they say, uh, I don't have anything like that to show you? <laughs> Is that a red flag? Potentially. Again, it goes back to the trust and relationship that you already have built. But if a consultant is being honest, there has to be a bad situation they've encountered. And are they willing to talk about it or not is the question. All right. Fair enough. This is uh, really interesting, too. Has that consultant done their due diligence with your business, assessed it, understood the real problems? What kinds of questions should the consultant be asking the business owner, Mike? Well, I think if I'm checking references, there's a couple of things I would ask. Number one, as, as a consultant, when they came in the door and they started the uh, the fact gathering process, how did they do that? What was the process that they used? How important was the needs of you as the owner communicated and used by the potential consultant? You would think that understanding the needs of the owner is front of mind, top of mind, but sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. And then also what would be interesting is once they talked with the owner, what was the follow through to identify what their proposal would be to support the needs of the business? We use an assessment process. We interview stakeholders to draft a proposal that allows us to get to root cause. But what might be interesting is to understand what level of detail they go to to understand what the real needs of the business are. When you're talking about identifying root causes, are there ever occasions where you You've identified a root cause and find out later, maybe that wasn't it. More times than you think. I mean, it's a very interesting thing. As you start to work through root cause and corrective action, you will find that one out of five times, it was not the correct root cause. But what you teach the organization is trying to find root cause and making a mistake is not a deal breaker. Making mistakes are okay and is part of a growing culture. And so you make a decision, you try to fix a problem. It doesn't completely fix the problem. It doesn't matter if it was right or wrong. What matters is that you push forward. Okay. Well, here's uh, another real important component, and a business owner has to really think on this one. Are you willing to change? Is the business willing to change Based on what you find out in this relationship, the truth can be sometimes hard to hear, right? How can a business owner open their mind to this, Will? First and foremost, what we're looking for when actively searching for clients is the owner must be willing to change and place change within their organization. They have to be able to drive that change and create accountability within their organization. The success and failures resides with the owner. We are responsible for some of that, but the owner has to take responsibility as well, period. Mm -hmm. And so as you're meeting people and talking about this, have you ever met an owner that says they're open, but they really aren't open enough? And how do you try and figure out whether you have some common ground there? That's something we have to snuff out very quickly. And we can usually do it within the assessment process, but we need to have a clear understanding of what that owner is willing to change before we go into the project, uh, because what we're talking about is radical change within the organization. 
All right. So five things that you should know before hiring a business consultant. Mike and Will Craig are ready to answer your questions that they've just told you you should ask. (laughs) All you have to do is scroll down and click the link in the show notes to the GKW Business Solutions website and follow through with an initial contact, and they would be glad to have that conversation with you. Watch for our succeeding episodes focused on the type of ROI you should expect and the whole notion of guaranteed results. We'll get to those in our coming episodes. Thank you to you both. Thanks, Richard. Thank you, Richard.